0: Welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast, presented by basketball fan and Hoosier native Mike Gingrich, where practical, no-nonsense resourcing on social media, business marketing, and life is presented, because the adjustments made at halftime help you win the game in the second half.
1: Hey, hey, this is Mike. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. You know, it's always about giving you practical digital technology tips that you can use for your business right away to help you generate more leads, be more productive online. All right, today I'm going to be flying solo, and the topic is hiring digital workers, a how-to guide. The landscape has changed on where your team members can be and how your team members function. Your team can be made up of people that are not physically with you in the same office. Your team can be made up of uh, virtual assistants and uh, short-term contractors, long-term contractors, people that are not necessarily under your uh, umbrella payroll, but uh, who are part of your team. So this can apply to all the above. It can apply to virtual assistants. It can apply to... Short-term and long-term contractors, this can apply to hiring actual employees, but ones that will be remote or not at your physical location. And I want to take you through my process just so you can get an understanding of the differences in the process that I use. Uh, because I think that when we were able to bring people in for interviews, that was a best-case scenario because they were in front of you, you got to interact with them, and today that may not be the case. There are ways, though, obviously with uh, you know, Hangouts and digital tools where you can get with people, but more importantly, if you're trying to hire them for uh, digital work, then you need to test and assess and review certain skills they have And if they're worth their salt, they have a track record online already that you can use to evaluate them. So I'm talking about hiring people uh, that might be part of your team, including uh, virtual assistants, might be uh, sales account managers in the digital realm, might be uh, developers, might be social media managers, and um, Facebook advertising um, contractors. Google AdWords specialist, all those types of uh, special skills, email marketers, whatever those skills are that you need. So number one, you're going to need to have a clear job description and outline that. Okay, so you want to have that, you want to get it out onto the key areas where you can find people and that that can vary Uh, for many of you, you know, for contractors, I often use Upwork and for... Longer-term employees, uh, I use a tool called ZipRecruiter. All these are online software pieces that can help me get the word out and where I can uh, post my resume and get it into key areas. So ZipRecruiter, for instance, shares it on uh, LinkedIn and um, Glassdoor. It gets it on Monster. It gets it into uh, a number of places that helps it be seen by others and uh, Upwork is um, kind of one of those specialty sites for contractors, and it was uh, what Odesk and something else, um, can't even recall anymore, merged, and they, they formed a new entity, Upwork, and uh, so that's a tool there, but you want to have a clear resume, what your job requirements are, what kind of background you want, what kind of skills that they should have, and I think that this should be uh, fairly specific, and and when I say specific, I mean include the tools or software that they must be able to use or have experience in, and these are things that your company uses. So, if you're Hootsuite users, mention that. If you're Buffer, you know you want you'd like to see some experience in those realms. Now, if they've used Hootsuite but not Buffer, obviously you know they can switch over and learn those types of tools, but you want to be specific that these things are a plus. And uh, if your company uses certain tools, if you do use Google Hangouts, um, you know, mention that, that that's a plus. You want to know that they have, you're looking for people with skills in these specific areas. And again, be very detailed. So if it's programming, you're going to go down to the, you know, coding languages. You know, for ourselves, we talk about PHP, um, JavaScript, MySQL background, Um, e-commerce experience integrations of authorized.net and stripe you know all those things that make sense to a developer but is a specific world and it's one world and not another world so you know that's a key then once you um, have outlined that i always like to take the the next step which is the first test and i basically put people through a series of tests and the First test for them is that they're going to need to submit their resume digitally, upload it, or email it to me. And so I want to require that as part of the process. I'm not just going to allow them to fill out a form, uh, but I typically want to see people... go through the process of responding to me and you know, uh, uploading it. That's just a first simple test. And when I get that, um, I'm looking at the resume, a number of key items right away just to help me weed them out quickly. So this is my first uh, take on them, and you're going to hear me say, strike them immediately a lot of times because this process needs to be a pretty cut and dried um, black and white. It is not something that you want to have a lot of leeway in. My experience has always been whenever I saw something that was a little bit I was hesitant about but that I wasn't quite sure that that maybe I should give them a chance, maybe I should give them a chance that I was always proven wrong later on, that my my first inclination was was right. So anything anytime that I, I see a small gap, something that they've done, I need to magnify that uh, you know, fivefold, tenfold because that's what they will be like as an employee. Alright? It it just does not lie. What what the way people interact, the way they communicate, um, you know, initially is the way they're going to communicate uh, long-term, and they're going to do even doing it more so when they are comfortable with you. So um, so I look at things. First out, is, is there any mistakes that I need to be aware of? Do they have any gaps in their resume, um, misspellings, grammar mistakes, you know, those types of things? You may not think that's important for a developer. They're coding, you know. Um, however, I think it's critically important because this is your resume. This is this is your presence, your, your first impression to a potential employer, a potential person that wants to hire you online. And if you haven't taken the time to go through that specifically, to review it again and again and make sure it is tight, to make sure it is sharp, you're out. So if you've got a grammar mistake, you've got a misspelling, you're done. I'm moving on. Okay? Strike them. Next... Is I look for the experience and skills and evaluate as to whether it was tailored to the position I offered. If not, I strike them, okay? Because a lot of times you will see people that are lazy and all they do is they have one resume and they upload it for all kinds of uh, different jobs. They, they don't d- discriminate or they don't get detailed and give a specific resume. For a specific job, and I think that's a big fail. Okay, um, I want them to show me right away that they've taken the time to understand what my wants were and what I'm hiring for, and to show me that they've crossed the bridge to show me how their skills match that. I want them to digitally translate that material and adapt it for me. I want that's that's showing a skill in evaluation. In translation and in responding in, in in a way that reflects that they understood the material that was presented, in which in this case was um, you know the the job offer that was out there. And I'm looking you see a lot of resumes that sometimes have a generic objective to acquire a long term position in a growing company where I can utilize my skills strike, okay. I want them to have taken the time to understand what I'm looking for and to put that as part of their objective. So that objective should fit within um, what my job outline was. And they should have fine-tuned this. Okay, So if there's, there's things, like if I'm hiring a developer and I've outlined that they need to have ex- experience with uh, PHP and JavaScript um, and that... They should have experience in e commerce with authorized.net, okay? Then I really, really don't care about their ASP, ASP expertise. I don't care. Um, I didn't ask about some of their, their other pieces in a Windows environment and managing Windows servers, okay? That was irrelevant. That shows me they're not tracking with me. I'm not, I'm not impressed by things that are outside the scope of what I want them to do. So I would strike them. So I'm reviewing the resume for these kind of pieces because I've never seen a person improve their attention to detail, their writing skills, their grammar, their presentation after or beyond what they give on the resume. Okay? This is just from experience. This is how we hire digital workers is they have to be sharp and articulate in what they present on paper and in the way they communicate. So I've looked at their resume. If they've passed this test, it's got the details it looks okay. I move on to my second test, and that is I email them a question. Okay, I have to find a question because that's important. Second test is I want to begin a little bit of digital communication with them. So this is my second test, and what I do is find a way – to uh, ask something that's relevant about their experience, um, something that I found in the resume, and I want to you know just, just find a way to give them a specific question, and I respond back to them. And I try to make that open-ended. I don't want it to be a closed um, yes or no, but I try to make it open-ended. And by doing that, by asking a question that's open-ended, I am looking for a response and I'm trying to evaluate that response. I want it to be uh, obviously coherent, thorough, and reasonably time timely, okay? This is my 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 second test to them and cuz sometimes people can not necessarily be good at writing, but they've taken the time to make sure their resume is up to speed and they've had people evaluate or whatever. But most of the time, they're not going to have people evaluate their emails that they send. And so now I'm taking the test back to them to see if they are as good as they were in the, re- in the resume writing with their email correspondence. Again, because I'm just looking at skills. This is the person that's going to represent me. If they're, if they're, they're going to be doing content writing, they're going to be in social media. I'm looking at that specifically, but even from a developer standpoint, you know, I want them to be able to show me uh, some ability to be articulate. And so that's my, that's my second test is a email question back to them, just trying to get some input. I'm trying to see how they respond to me. And I've had people that have um, gotten the strike in this email response because they didn't answer the question or they fluffed the question or they were way too... Um, Comfortable and buddy buddy with me, um, you, you know they're still making a, a a presentation of themselves. This is not the time to act like we're old friends here. They need to be professional in that regard. I've had others that have been, you know, too slang and um, uh, just using shorthand immediately, and, and I'm thinking it's too early for that. We, we we don't have that type of relationship yet that you can just be using uh, text messages shortcuts with me in a email response. So, um, if they come through and they passed this second test, uh, first one was just the, the resume. The second one is the email communication. Then the third thing I'm going to do is research them online again. So I've, all I've done is had one little point of contact with them. I haven't promised them anything, not even the interview yet. I'm going to research them online. And you know, this is a Important factor you need to do today, you need to Google them, you need to, uh, hopefully they have a website, they have a web presence, they should, if they're going to work in the digital realm today, and then hopefully on that website, they have social media um, accounts that you can link to, and so you want to take a look at them in Google, in Google Images, You know, you want to see if you can find their LinkedIn profile, Facebook profile, Twitter profile, um, are they on Instagram, those types of pieces, and you want to review them. You want to review the posts as much as you can based on their privacy settings on on Facebook. Um, With LinkedIn, you can try to see who their connections are and uh, how well they've articulated things in their LinkedIn profile, does it correspond with the resume items, and when if... A lot of times I find a lot of good information on their um, Facebook profile. So I'm going to evaluate what kind of posts they're sharing. I'm going to evaluate comments they've made. And I'm going to evaluate what their friends are posting on their timeline. Okay, So this is often telling. You are evaluated by the company you keep. Okay, This is your digital footprint. So if, if I can know the people that you hang with and the way that they interact with you and the way that they talk i'm going to get a window on who you are so yes you are going to be evaluated by the company you keep i am going to evaluate you on social media if anything online is questionable strike you're out okay It's just, it's just this simple it's this is a one strike and you're out policy i've done that with reviewing the resumes i've done that with the uh second test the email test and i've done that with um Researching them online. And yes, I have found things about people, uh, more so just that they were like um, belligerent and obnoxious on Facebook. And I knew that that wasn't the kind of person that I wanted to communicate with on a daily basis. I could just tell by their communication that uh, this was going to be a norm for them. This is part of their personality. So that was a strike. You have to determine what type of personality you're comfortable with. And uh, their posts will help you do that. All right, so if they've passed all these now, this was the the, um, research online was the third test. Then the fourth one is some small test to evaluate their skills. I always do this, and typically this is some type of uh, small paid contract project, all right, because you want to value people's time. Um, but it's something I need to get done. But I'm going to try to break off a bite-sized piece for when we try to hire a computer programmer, a developer. Uh, we have a specific coding exercise that we've developed that uh, we give to them, and it helps. of They have to do some some exercises that we can then evaluate their uh, PHP JavaScript code and how they organize their code. So we give them a number of steps to do. It's not a client project or anything like that. It's uh, just a internal test that uh, we've created to do that. If it is um, someone in social media, Google AdWords, Facebook ads, I try to break off a simple piece of a project. Uh, Maybe it's going to be something for our own stuff, content writing, that type of thing, and I give them something specific to do, Uh, agree on a price. Are you willing to do this? Here's the instructions. And I always, always, always ask, when can you have this completed by? I'm reasonable with it but I make them give me a deadline because guess what? They miss the deadline, they're done. Strike, okay? That's a simple one right there. It's just pure and simple, folks. This is the way you got to go. But then I allow them to do the task, and then I can evaluate the task. We've had uh, people that have been close on the developer test, and we thought, well, maybe, okay, and we've hired them, and we've regretted it later. So we've come to the point where you either get it or you don't. If you have anything, it's, it's not uh, nine out of 10 is good. It is 10 out of 10 is a must, or I strike you from the list. Okay. That's how it is. That's how you need to work with the digital workers. You haven't given them a time frame. You haven't, you haven't crunched it and said, you know, Hey, you need to complete this in, um, you know, 50 minutes. And so, uh, they should be able to be thorough within this. All right. That that's, that's a key. They should be able to be thorough with whatever you're giving them. I've done it with, um, you know, content writing pieces where I've had somebody organize a couple of blog posts and try to you know, pull them into a rough draft of an ebook copy, and um, you know, number one, they missed the deadline, and uh, number two, when they got it back to me, two days after the deadline, um, it, it, it was not good whatsoever. So that was an easy strike. But but these people have to follow through, and you need to give them something relevant to test them okay so uh, within the social media realm of course i use uh, post planner to schedule some posts so i could even give them an assignment to um you know research this client and create some posts that are from the brand voice of that client and schedule them um and give them some details on that because then you know they never go live i can just look at the scheduled posts and evaluate them so that's that's another thing but i give them a small test all right that was uh we, we've reviewed the resume we have given them an e- e- email second test we have researched them online as the third test and now we have given them a actual small test some type of contract project i'm willing to pay them for to evaluate them as the fourth test And if they pass all of these, then they get their first interview. All right. So this is my process for digital workers, and then I'll invite them for that interview. It's going to be digital. I'm going to, um, you know, based on the skills that they outlined. If they said, you know, their their Skype address or their you know Google Hangout, they've given me information on those. I'm going to invite them. I'm going to use one of those tools because. I have also then had people that were supposed to be digital workers that struck out on knowing how to use Google Hangouts, and they couldn't do that. And if you're going to be a digital worker, you're going to work with me, you better know how to use those kind of basic tools to begin with. So strike. However, for those who did, we set up the interview. And the interview is in itself a process, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually end this one here today. And carry on a part two where I go into the actual first interview process. And I did say first for a reason. So I'm going to carry this on in next week's episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. But the skills here, again, are important to evaluate their skills using digital tools and using digital communication. Because when there's a remote worker... Uh, you're going you're gonna to have less FaceTime with them. FaceTime is easy. Look over somebody's shoulder and communicate with them. But w- when you're not, they have to be able to communicate via chat tools, via email. And those have to be articulate. Need, they need to be able to communicate. Um, but what we've found a lot with digital workers is you're going to get what they show you. And they do show you a lot in this whole process, what we've come up Come through thus far, just with what they submit as their resume. What they submit, say or don't say, is their objective. How it pertains and relates to the job offer you had out there. What uh, they sh- reveal about themselves on social media. What they reveal about themselves in that email test, and um, then in that specific test that you gave them. You know, you have a window of information about them, and My advice is be very articulate, very detailed, very ruthless in this. Not that you're being mean to them, but you're just not giving any second chances because I've never, ever seen anyone improve who did bad on these items. Anyone who had a gap in this never improved and exceeded expectations. I'm just telling you from experience that I did hire some of those people, and that was painful and we had to get rid of those people and that's that's a costly proposition to go through that so you want to hire slow fire fast honestly but hire slow by going through this detailed process and today was part one of that we went through all the items that I go through before they would get a first digital interview with us all right so i'm gonna have all of this in the podcast and the the blog post with some some links and then next week we'll pick it up Uh, we'll start with a quick review and then we'll dive into that actual online interview process okay so this was mike with a halftime mike podcast talking to you about how how to hire digital workers that's it for now Come on over to HalftimeMike.com to see all episodes and as well, I'm getting into some Blabs. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, I am on Blab, all right? So you come on over there and find me for a half-hour Blab show as well. All right, take care. Over and out.
0: Thanks for listening to the Halftime Mike Podcast with Mike Gingrich. Remember, what you do in the second half can change the outcome of the game. Does your business need resourcing, tools, and social media consulting? Then visit MikeGingrich.com. Want to have Mike speak at your next event? Visit MikeGingrich.com slash speaking. Join us again for another episode of Halftime Mike, your no-nonsense guide to victory on the court of life.